Hey friend, it's the last day of the week. Can you believe it? Is that a joy to you or is that drudgery? Does that mean that you are going into the unknown of the weekend, not sure what you're going to do? Or maybe you say, you know what? I've got church on Sunday. I'm excited about this. Maybe tomorrow on Saturday, I'm going to tell some people about Jesus. You know, I think we should tell people about the Lord all day every day as he gives us opportunities. And if we're honest, we have a lot more opportunities than we think sometimes. I have a gospel track in my hand. It's called Comfort in Time of Loss. I had a lady email in just days ago, and she said, you know, you used to print a gospel track. I think it was called something like Comfort in Time of Loss, and you guys stopped printing it a while back. I was just wondering, could you guys bring that back in stock? Could you guys start printing that again? And I had the joy of telling her, we've actually been printing that track again for over six months. It was out of stock. We had stopped printing it, but I think it has such a timely message. I know so many people, and maybe this is just part of growing older, more maturity and all of that, but I have so many folks I know that are losing people close to them. And this gospel track, it starts with this, you have lost a loved one. I know how you feel. Please accept this little tract as a token of sympathy. I have lost loved ones too. Death took my parents, seven sisters, four brothers, and my precious wife of many years. Now think about that for just a moment. Paul Levine, Dr. Paul, as he was affectionately known, wrote this gospel tract. Let's see. His wife passed away in 1994. He entered glory in 1996. He wrote this gospel track in those intervening two years, and it's been such a comfort and such a joy to so many people. We had someone recently who lost his wife, longtime minister of the gospel, and you could tell the pain in his voice, but he asked for some of this gospel track to give out to his family members, people that were mourning the loss of his wife. He knew that she was in glory. And he wanted some of this gospel track to give to family members of his. What an amazing testimony. You need to use this gospel track. You know, you should use gospel tracks in general. You say, how do I get them? You can go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. The gentleman who so kindly edits this radio broadcast, he texted me not long ago. I keep saying we have 38, 39, a little over 40 different gospel tracks. He texted me the other day and said, you know, we're almost up to 50 different titles. And I realized, you know, if we had almost 40 two years ago, we've added many different ones. Well, Comfort in Time of Loss, that I told you, we've started reprinting that. The Divided Gospel Track, Overwhelmed, uh, Freedom and Forgiveness, I'm Not Afraid to Die, uh, Does Anyone Care? I mean, that's five right there. Yeah, we're getting close to 50 different gospel tracks. I'd like you to visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You say, how do I use gospel tracks? Well, let me give you a personal illustration. Oftentimes, I share other people's stories, but let me share one of mine. We were at Menards recently buying some material and you know getting that 11% off rebate and all of that stuff. We were buying it for our new building. We're working on the this project and finally getting so close to finishing this new building of ours and... I was there and struck up just a little conversation with the uh, cashier, and she was checking us out. She asked, do you have a PO? Do you have a job number? All of those things, and, and put the credit card in, and we're buying these materials. We're finishing out, I think, one of the upstairs bathrooms. 
And we got talking for just a moment. I mean, we're talking if there was more than 20, 25 words spoken. It was just very quick, very brief, but cordial. And I opened up my, wa- my, my, my pocket. I have a little tracked wallet. I'm going to tell you more about those in the coming weeks. A little tracked wallet. I opened up. It's nice, beautiful, natural leather. Smells amazing. I pulled it out, a gospel track. It was called, It Was a Pleasure to Meet You. We had just a very brief conversation, her and I, and I handed it to her and said, would you mind reading this when you get a second? And to see her eyes light up, maybe not even with joy or or anticipation, just with a little bit of curiosity. What is this? Someone who was just kind to me for just a moment, spoke to me for just scant seconds. And you know what? It was amazing to me to watch her stick it very gingerly. She didn't fold it up. She just put it very nicely in her pocket. And I wonder, I wonder, I don't know. She may forget, forget about it. She may not, she may not read that gospel tract. I don't know. But I do know she has the opportunity to read that gospel tract. And as we turned to go, we were just about to walk out. Austin, my brother-in-law and operations manager, lead designer extraordinaire here at Bible Tracks, he was with me and he was finishing up. He was bagging the stuff up. I was standing off to the side with a cart. And there was a lady there, and she was another one of the employees, and she was just kind of watching, probably one of those loss prevention officers, making sure things don't disappear in people's pockets, you know. And so she was about 15 feet away. She was just standing there, just kind of watching what's going on. I walked up to her and said she was not really doing anything except for watching people bag up their, their, their stuff. I said, ma'am, I opened that track wallet again and pulled out another gospel track. This one was called Freedom in forgiveness. My good friend Paul Peruki wrote that one. And I said, man, would you mind reading this when you ever sank it? You know, there was the potential, the possibility of rejection. You know, she could have said, nope, not interested. But would I have lost anything? Do I need to feel ashamed because someone rejects the gospel? No, that's their personal decision. Just because they don't, I approach them as nicely as I possibly could. I wasn't overtly in their face or anything. I said, hey, ma'am, I think exactly what I said was this. Hey, ma'am, if you have a second when you're not doing anything, would you mind reading this when you get a moment? And as we walked out, I looked over my shoulder. You know what she was doing? She was reading the life story of Paul Peruki in gospel tract form in that tract titled Freedom and Forgiveness. That easy. You can leave them behind you when you go out to eat. Leave them with a tip, a good tip. Leave them with a cashier at Walmart. Leave them on the, on, the, on the tank of a toilet when you use a public restroom. Leave them everywhere. Let's sow the seed. And that brings me to our thought today. We're in Luke chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8. We're talking about how to change lives. How to change lives. Let's look, if we would, we're going to look at Luke chapter number 8. Let's look at verse number 16 for time's sake. Now realize, this is Jesus talking. Verse number 16, No man, when he hath lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick, that they which enter in may see the light. Now this passage, this particular singular verse, I want you to understand the context. In the beginning of chapter number eight, we talked about on Monday what a change life will do. It'll draw curiosity, a crowd, converts. It'll draw criticism, all of those things. We talked about that in verses one, two, three, and maybe four. And then we talked on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, different concepts and idea about how to change a life, whether it's our own life or the life of others. 
But today, on the heels of this parable that Jesus spoke 2,000 years ago to the crowd that was assembled about the sower and the seed, I want to talk about this, how to change a life, how to change lives. What we need to do is uncover the light. Realize this, you, those of you that are listening right now, there's two different camps, two different segments of population. You know a Venn diagram, right? Well, all of you are in the circle of listeners right now. You're listening to this broadcast, the Bible Tract Echoes broadcast coming to you from North Central Illinois. But there's inside that Venn diagram, there are two distinct circles. There are those of you that have the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. You know Jesus as your Savior. You know heaven is your home. And then there are those that don't. There are those that are stumbling in darkness. Now, I don't say that to your shame. I say that to exhort you to come to a saving knowledge of God's Son. If you don't know Jesus today... You can't uncover the light because you don't have the light. You must understand that Jesus Christ loved you so much that he knows, he knows that you're a sinner. He knows that the penalty for your sin is death and eternity in hell. But he also knows that it was only going to be the sacrifice, the sacrifice of God's son that could have the potential to save you. So Jesus Christ died for you. All you must do now is, is decide. A, B, C, D. You must decide to accept that free gift. That's how you get the light. But let's talk to another portion of the Venn diagram. Those of you that have the light, but let's put it this way, there are some that have the light, but have it covered up. I was just talking about sowing the seed, about showing the light, by using gospel tracts. Let me ask you, when was the last time you confronted someone, even in a direct way? I'm not talking about getting in their face and being foolish enough to say, are you going to heaven or hell today? I'm not asking you to do that. Do you realize that when you leave a gospel tract in a, for instance, as I mentioned, a public restroom, leave it all on the uh, sink there, find a dry spot and leave one before you walk out. The next person that washes their hands right there and that gospel track catches their eye and then they dry off with a towel and they pick up that gospel track, you have just, in a somewhat roundabout way, confronted them with their need for a Savior when they open it up and see that they are lost. You've had a part in sowing the seed. Now, you say, hold on a second, they might throw that gospel track away. Time doesn't permit me to tell you to retell the tale of a man getting saved because of a gospel track in a hospital trash can bathroom, a bathroom trash can. God can use gospel tracks wherever he wishes. But friend, do you have the light covered up? I guess the first question is, do you have the light? If you do, then uncover it. The Bible says, verse number 16, again, 816 of Luke, no man, when he lighteth a candle covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick, that they which enter in may see the light. We have so many people worldwide stumbling in darkness, and it's not their fault. 
It's ours, friend. It's Christians. It's our responsibility to shed light. The world doesn't need, I'm not opposed to self-help books. I'm not opposed to support groups. I'm not opposed to any of those communities and things. But at the end of the day, we can do all the social good we want. We can shine the light of inclusivity and diversity and all these different buzzwords. But at the end of the day, if we're not shining the light of the gospel, it's all for naught. Let's uncover the light. Let's change lives. I appreciate you listening today and all this week. My prayer is that you have a great day for his glory. I want to thank you for listening. I pray you'll join me next week as well, right here on this program. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.